Your policy is dog shit. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Everybody, you think people are going to figure that out? Nope. In this economy? No. No, 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 no. Hello, and welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. I'm Kira. And I am Griff. Welcome back, Parisian listeners. Oh my God, what a lovely European trip we took. I really feel like we elevated this podcast. I mean, from shit in the shower to the... (laughs) To the arrondissement in Paris. It really did feel like we were breaking down a really like niche movie, like Parisian Mm. movie of like this little crime. It was quite cinematic. It was. And kind of a dramatic ending. We did not come to an agreement, which is kind of rare for us. Yeah. Yeah. We we came to a deliberation and it's, you know, yours is the one because I presented it. That's fair. My ruling is what (laughs) mattered in that case. Um, Yes. I found Pierre and Pip. Not guilty of withholding that they closed out the the issue. Correct. Which you did not agree with. Correct. Correct. And we, but we both agreed that Clements, Clements and Christopher, mostly Clements, was guilty of lying yeah. straight to their face. Yeah. Yeah. And we've heard from some folks that agree and some that disagree. Yeah. I mean, it's a tricky situation when you take in someone's package and it's yeah got to babysit it. And it's a tricky situation when you get caught in a lie. <laughs> yeah. Twice. Yeah. (laughs) So you're presenting this week, Griff. I am. This is written in by uh, an avid listener. She's loving the podcast. Um, And this is our first airplane petty crime. And I feel like this will be very relatable to both of us. We travel a fair amount, both for work and and for uh, pleasure. But for most people who have ever ridden on a plane, because people are very particular Mm -hmm. in general, let alone when they're trapped in a metal box. I also have an extremely... fraught relationship with airplanes. Oh, why is that? I've recently developed a severe airplane anxiety. Oh, no. I have specifically developed the fear that everyone on the airplane is going to stand up (laughs) all at once and sprint (gasps) to one side of the plane and then sprint back to the other side of the plane. And And like tip the plane over? I asked my brother-in-law, who is a pilot, if this would take the plane down, and he told me yes. Yeah. Yes, if all of the weight of a plane shifted to one end of the plane. Everybody ran to one side and then they ran to the other side. It would take the plane down. Oof. So now whenever I'm on a plane, I'm looking to see like if there's anyone that's like going to convince everybody to stand up all at once. Oh, man. And sprint back and forth <laughs> across the plane. Yeah, I mean. If- Which if you visualize it does give new meaning to the basketball drill. Yeah, suicide. Suicide. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I don't know that that will ever happen. If it does, then. But that's not related to the crime of today. No, sprinting back the whole cabin, sprinting back and forth across the plane, is not part of the crime. But thank God, because I would have walked. But weird, slightly weird, human behavior on a plane is sweet. I'm yeah? excited. We ready? Let's go. And you've you've you have flown before. Correct? I love when you ask these questions, and you can read, right? <laughs> So You're just so smart and talented. I just like to like make sure that we're we're both on the same page as well. You are so funny. Those questions are hilarious. I never know what I'm supposed to say to them. But yes, I've been on a plane before. Now that you expect them, I have to continue to deliver. It's like, <laughs> you've drank water before, right? right? <laughs> All right. Again, this was submitted by Natasha. Thank you, Natasha. Her email was super detailed um, and I condensed it for our sake. <laughs> so she's involved. 
a young family's involved, cool. a father, a mother, and a toddler. Mm-hmm. And then the third person involved, we'll call Lucy. Natasha's name is Natasha. She was very adamant that we keep it. Obviously, the family is very, like, loose. And then Lucy is has been changed for her privacy. Cool. Um, yeah, we'll figure out more about Lucy in just a second. Again, this occurred on a plane this year, 2022, and it was between Phoenix, Arizona, and Los Angeles, California. Got it. Also, the fact that it's 2022, I'm presuming it wasn't hyper recently, which means that everyone was wearing masks and half the plane was annoyed. It actually was recently. Oh. And I I do think planes have kind of changed their mask mandate a little bit, right? They certainly have, yeah. yeah. Um, I think this was literally like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, Okay, got it. So yeah, very fresh off of the press or the tarmac, I should say. Her message reads as follows. I'm not going to do a Parisian accent because she's not Parisian. Because <laughs> it's not relevant. And I can't do that. <laughs> and you know what I would say? Even last time, I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, Kira. Hi, Griff. I was on my way to my friend's bachelorette party in Scottsdale. Bachelorette parties is like a whole other category we should talk about, too. Scottsdale. Wow. That's, <laughs> That's, that sounds like a great time. She said something along that tone that I cut out. <laughs> um, but she she did not have a great time in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, you think? <laughs> Oh, were the 60-year-old golfers not doing it for you? That is literally what she said. I know my Scottsdale. You and Natasha would be great friends. I'm flying Southwest, and I'm well aware that they have a assign-yourself seating policy. Oh. Do you know what? Have you flown Southwest before? I think I have, but I didn't realize. You don't get a seat number? You don't. And we'll circle back to that, but that's important to remember. Oh, boy. It's an assign-yourself seating policy. Southwest, you messy. You met No, truly. I boarded the plane and I decided to go all the way to the back of the plane, hoping I would get an aisle or window seat, right? Mm. Like kind of go where the people aren't trickling in first. It's always a bit of a gamble because there might only be middle seats back there. You can't see up there and you can't really backtrack through the line behind you once you're there. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're stuck. But my strategy paid off because I made it to the back of the plane and I claimed the very last aisle seat available nice. in the second to last row. Side note. <laughs> On that recent episode of the Kardashians, did you watch it yet? The, the SNL one? Where Kanye brings oh, yes. the sex tapes to New mm-hmm. York. And they make a whole meal out of being like, Kanye flew commercial. Absolutely. He was right by the toilet. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. Easy yeah. does it. Like, people sit on planes. Yeah, like, I exactly. don't, you know what I mean? And this is where Natasha had her seat. So, like, where Kanye was flying with those sex tapes. Um <laughs> probably on Southwest. I sit in my seat and start wiping down everything with Clorox wipes like the clean freak that I am. I even offer some wipes to the woman in the window seat in my row. Very nice. Wow. So curious. Then a flight attendant starts barking at the people coming down the aisle, telling them to take a seat because a lot of people are seemingly confused about how Southwest works with their seating policy. So I think, you know, most people get on a plane and like are looking at their phone or their ticket being like, okay, 12A, 12A window. Mm -hmm. But when they don't have that kind of like, where should you go? People are like, blah, blah, blah. yeah, just like that. Right. They're like, right. They're like a ghost. In no, ghost totally. Butters, butters. No direction. They're just sheep. Yeah. At this point, the flight has already been delayed. Included in this group of confused people is a young couple with a toddler. With what seats are left, the dad and the toddler decide. Is this a new policy? I don't think so. I think Southwest because the, the the tickets are cheaper than most other airlines. Yeah. And obviously, they only fly kind of in the southwest, west coast kind of area of the states. Wait. I think. Is that what southwest means? Uh, is that a cardinal direction? 
But yeah, I mean, I think that's why their their tickets are cheaper. They, I don't know, they don't factor in the seating. I don't know. At this point, the flight is already delayed. Southwest is all over the country. (laughs) But you're right about their policy. Okay, perfect. Which I think will somehow impacts their seat pricing. Yeah. Or like the the ticket pricing. I don't know. It's always cheap when I've flown it. So there's a trade-off for that. With, again, with what seats are left, the dad and the toddler decide to sit in the middle seat next to me. Mm-hmm. The mom heads to the middle seat directly behind me. Right, because there's already a woman in the aisle who's been handed wet naps. Correct. There's a woman in the window next to Natasha, and then the middle seat is where the dad and the toddler sit. Yep. And she's in the aisle. The mom heads to the back. They seem a little flustered being in two different rows. Yeah. Yeah, they're separated. Another woman who is seated in the aisle seat directly behind me, Lucy taps me and says loudly enough for everyone to hear, you know, you can sit here if you want so that the family can sit together. I'm totally caught off guard and someone even makes a joke saying, but she just cleaned her whole seat. Why would she move? So Natasha turns around to see where Lucy is referring to and she's pointing to the middle seat next to her. Of course. And the last row of the plane, the type of seat that Natasha was trying to avoid sitting in. Yeah. So this woman, Lucy, is like, hey, woman, you should make a sacrifice by sitting back here and let the woman go up there. That is simply the stupidest thing <laughs> because if Lucy felt that strongly about it, <laughs> she point, she taps the dad and the toddler on the shoulder and says, hey, you can have my seat. I'll sit there. You got there quickly. That's absolutely, and we'll talk more about that, like, exactly. And so that's going through Natasha's head, right? I uh, Oh, Lucy. <laughs> I think about it for a second, and then I say, honestly, I'd prefer not to. There's a bit of an awkward pause amongst all of us, and then the woman who's in the window seat, the one that she gave the Clorox wipe to, kind of awkwardly goes, you know what? I'll do it. I just want to get home. So she climbs out of of our row, and the mother climbs into her window spot, so the whole family ends up sitting right next to me in the same row. Yeah. They're super pleasant, and I explain how South, Southwest seating works and recommend that they request family pre-boarding next time. Very pleasant. They're not, like, bitter at all. That's, They're, like, helpful. Yeah, super Yeah, it sounds fine. I was definitely feeling a bit pissed, though, at the woman behind me. But everyone settles in, we take off, and I'm bachelorette bound. Who's guilty here? She wants us to ask. And now, Kira, you've already brought up one of the major points that we need to discuss. Yeah. The, like, and Natasha says, yeah, she says she was being, the woman was being, a, like, Lucy was being a martyr, but not, like, volunteering herself. So talk more about that. That's great language. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, well, here's a little bit of a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did Lucy somehow not put two and two together that the toddler and dad could come back to her seat? Yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah, maybe like just the logic didn't extend that far in her brain. Yeah. Yeah. Or something about the fact that it's a father and a toddler, so there are two of them there. They're situated. Oh, the mom could more easily move. It's not mm. a baby making its way back. Doesn't it seem like the easiest thing is just for this mom to come up to this row? Yeah. It's a possibility. Exactly. And that- if not, Lucy is an extreme... If not, Lucy is an extremely irritating person. Yes, and... I know we've talked about this a little bit in episodes prior. This flight is going from L.A. to Phoenix. And I will time and time again say L.A. people do not like to inconvenience themselves. No. So the fact that Lucy's like, oh, we can solve the problem, but you have to put 
the effort in, not me. Yeah. It's, it's a, very it's a, LA to it's me. It's a specific combination of <clears throat> sensibilities. Yeah. LA is very liberal. It's very like, we're like very concerned about the environment. We're very concerned about this, that, and the other thing. But people are seldom willing to impede on their own yeah, comfortability. They, exactly. They talk the talk. They do not walk the it's walk. It's always like, I care about all the things you said. I care about you, other people. But when it inconveniences me, oh, that's asking too much. Yeah. So, and I think that's what was going through Natasha's head when tap, tap, you should volunteer your seat. And Natasha does say a little bit later in your email, in retrospect, I would have told her, I just cleaned the seat and I would like to keep my aisle position that I kind of hunted for. But you are more than welcome to sit in this middle seat next to me so that the family can sit together in that row. Yeah, she didn't think of it fast enough. Correct, because like she was flustered that this person would be like, would volunteer her seat for someone else. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit. Imagine, you you don't have skin in the game at all. You're not connected to it. And you go, oh, why don't you do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like a, like a skit or it's like an SNL skit. It's oh. like, what are you, Lu- Lucy, like, fuck off. What are you talking about? Teacher's pet energy. <laughs> yeah, Lucy. Yeah. Um, question for you. Hit what me. is, in like a row of three, what is your preferred seat on a plane? Window, middle, or aisle? <laughs> and why? Aisle, because I have an itty bitty little baby bladder and I have to pee on the hour every hour. Yeah. That's why. What about you? I prefer window because I will pee before I get on the flight Mm -hmm. and then I won't drink that much on the flight. And I would prefer to like put my head on something inanimate, i.e. the window or like the wall Mm. so I can fall asleep. Inanimate as opposed to the person next to you being animate? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But have you ever had someone like fall asleep on your shoulder in the middle seat or really any of those seats? Oh. But with the middle seat, you risk... You just have to like be mindful of two people's kind of space and energy. One time, of just this one. guy switched seats in the middle of a flight, and he was like visibly on drugs, and he sat right next to me, and he fell asleep on my laptop. Oh my god, <laughs> it was terrible. Did you like wake him up? He like he. I don't even know what was going on with him. It was like maybe he had too much weed or yeah. something. Was that me? Was that man me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who it was, and he was wearing these big boots, and he like, ah, uh, it was terrible. Yeah. I really don't like planes. I also like. When I fall asleep, when I'm in moving like vehicles, so a plane or a car, mm. I think something about the motion influences my dream. Ah. And so I will oftentimes have dreams where like a basketball will be thrown at me and it'll come straight at my face. And so I'll jolt awake. It happens all the time in cars. It started happening on planes. Sure. And so I know that I'm going to have like little like moments where I jump. And so if I'm not in the middle, then I'm just having to deal with one person seeing that. It yeah. happened last time I flew. They were like, are you okay, sir? I was like, I just had a bad dream. Oh, um, but yeah, you're like I, a dog who like thinks that they're running. It's literally that. And you're moving in your legs. It's just, um, no, but I prefer a window seat because of all the reasons I explained. And Natasha, I think, preferred an aisle seat because you can, the benefits of an aisle seat are that you can get out quicker. Yeah. Which for some people is like really important, even though you're at the back of the plane. Yeah. I don't know. I am ready to deliberate unless you have any more information. I think... One thing that Natasha had said, because, right, she said no. And she, in retrospect, thought of why she said no. And this is what she said. And then there's one other point we should consider. The father and the son were going to sit together regardless. And the mom was going to be in the seat directly behind them. If this was a situation where the child would have been separated from the parent, I would have absolutely offered to switch immediately. Wait, this is sort of a, a really good point. Yeah. The mom doesn't actually need to be with the dad and the toddler, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
we, we, we can assume that. And then she points out like, it's not like the mom and dad were in row one. And then like a four-year-old who, you know, should be next to their parent was trapped in the row before them. Yeah. You know, that would be an impossibility, but yeah. Yeah. It would be nice for all three of them to be together, but just like, cause like, uh, for lap swapping, cause kids get a little heavy. So mm. to be able to bounce the kid back and forth between the caregivers is nice. That's nice. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But yeah. Another point that she brought up. Sure. This was a 45 minute flight. Oh so yeah. So if this was like a cross continental flight, six hours, uh, I think she would have maybe thought differently than this, but this was a 45 minute puddle jumper. In which case, I don't think the like uncomfortability of not being fully together would be that bad. That's a good point, but it also works both ways. And how? It wouldn't have been a big deal, Natasha, to move your seat for 45 yeah. minutes. You mm-hmm. couldn't sit in the middle for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You but could. she had already wiped it down with Clorox wipes. I'm not I'm not buying this whole <laughs> emphasis on the wipes. I'm all set on the wipes. I'm like, every wipe the new, I don't know, the wipes. Uh, it seems like we've talked about wipes and they're not actually really relevant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, We're putting a lot of stock in the wipes. Yeah. So, yeah, airline is Southwest. Their seating policy, I'll quote, at Southwest, we let you sit where you like. We don't assign seats on our flight, so feel free to sit in any available seat once you're on board this plane. Mm -hmm. Is it worth talking about the fact that the family didn't know that policy at all? I really get annoyed when people at a restaurant, anywhere with rules, don't read the rules. And not that this family was, like, making a big deal, but if you're not reading the rules... Or it's like if your bag's too heavy. It's like, but your ticket says it can't be over 30 pounds and it's 50 pounds. So don't yell at the flight attendant. Don't be upset with your situation. You didn't read the rules. Yeah. So I I sympathize for the family, but it's also like, and Natasha told them, you should have like asked for priority boarding as a family. Yeah. They're new. They're a new family, I guess. Also, some people don't fly that often. Mm. If it was the family's first ever flight and yeah. if they were going to visit family, like, yeah. I it probably would have caught me off guard that there weren't seat assignments, but at the same time, your seat numbers weren't on your boarding pass. Yeah. So that's true. I wonder how long after a baby's born you can't fly with them. Like what's the the youngest they can be to fly? I'm I'm curious about that. Um, I think there are a few different schools of thought. The the primary consideration is the change in elevation and the baby's eardrums. Oh, which is probably why they cry so much on planes, right? Yes, because their ears are popping and it's a really <sighs> unfamiliar sensation. Oh, baby! Maybe the first time it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Really. But yeah, you don't, I mean, you don't fly with a, a new newborn. Yeah. And then also on the other, other end of that, when you're X amount of months pregnant, you can't fly. So we can assume that this family maybe hadn't flown in a chunk of time. So mm-hmm. new situation. Yeah. Kind of getting back into the travel. Also, if there are additional or different considerations than the eardrum thing, tell us. <laughs> yes, tell us. We just, we just say shit. We don't have babies. I've never flown with a baby, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So I'm curious who you think, I guess, of the three parties involved are guilty or not guilty. You ready? I'm ready to deliberate. There is a new suspect <gasps> that is guiltier than everyone else combined, and it is Southwest. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Your policy is dog shit. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Everybody, you think people are going to figure that out? Nope. In this economy? No. No, 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 no. Southwest, you are guilty of a petty crime. That policy is is making people, everybody's got to have a seat. Yeah. Everybody's got to have a seat and it's got to be assigned. The idea that people are having to take it into their own hands, that's, there wouldn't even have been a crime. Right. And I feel like 
that would lead to way more flight delays because people are not streamlining to their given seat. They're confused like these people. It's a fiasco. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Natasha was like, this plane was 30, 30 minutes late from taking off because people are like, to your point, running back and forth on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Second person that's guilty, mm -hmm. Lucy. Lucy, tell me why. Because Lucy's a little, she's either rude or she's stupid <laughs> by not figuring out that she should have given up her own seat. Yeah. I think she just honestly like just had, it just sort of slipped her mind and she sort of didn't think about it. Oh yeah, yeah they could just take my seat. So Lucy, you're guilty as well. Yeah. Because she probably saw like the two of them are in this row. So like, oh my God, wait, no, because it's still a one-to-one -one switch. No, it's the father and the son and the mom. And she thought, oh, let's get the mom up to where oh, those right. two are. Yeah, you're right where the kid is all settled in. Let's you're get right. the mom up there. Yep. Lucy, and, you're guilty too. Yeah. Natasha, you are also guilty. <laughs> Everyone's guilty. Move your seat. Accommodate the family. It's 45 minutes. You'll live. Watch your little episode of like Saved by the Bell and then land in Scottsdale for your incredible bachelorette party. Everybody's guilty. Everyone could have fixed this situation. The only woman I am Danning oh, yeah. is window seat woman mm -hmm. who goes, ah, you know what? I'll fix this. Window seat woman is the hero of the story. Because she did the work and she made everyone else look stupid by comparison, <laughs> which is my favorite thing anyone can do. And that's petty. She really won out on the pettiness. She's she like, did. you know what? I'll be the better person here, which is kind of petty in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I agree with all of those. Cool. Um, Actually, a little update since this happened, since they got off the plane. Okay. Karma kind of bit Natasha in the butt because she had her bag stolen while deboarding the plane. And it led to like a huge, we didn't include this obviously in the case, but a huge like second case of the woman who stole her bag being like really Somebody unsettling. stole her bag? Yeah, I think they were getting off the plane and like accidentally grab... Or, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't steel, but, like, mm -hmm. accidentally grabbed the wrong bag, which Two was Natasha's. carry-ons that looked alike. Exactly. And so Natasha had to, like, spend a fair amount of time after getting off the plane. Oh, shoot. Finding her bag. And she didn't have her sparkly mini dresses to wear in Scottsdale, <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> yeah, so instant karma with that, I guess, since we ruled Natasha a little guilty. Uh, I don't know how Lucy's doing. I, I mean. I don't know how the family's I, doing. I ruled everybody guilty, but. To be fair, on a scale of one to 10, in terms of how petty this all was, I give it a two. It's yeah. kind of no big deal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like airplanes. Everyone is just like, I know where I want to set an airplane. Generally, I can control that before I get on. Yeah. So the idea of getting on a plane and having to be like free for all, find where to sit is just really anxiety inducing for me. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Southwest, you're 10 out of 10 guilty. Oh, yeah. Southwest. Okay. Um, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with that. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Great yeah. case. Yeah, this was interesting. And you like the aisle seat because you have to pee a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And because I'm just going to have a panic attack during turbulence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Kira. Criminal or minimal? I am ready for some criminal or minimal. You have three for me and I have three for you? That's right. All right. Do you want to go first? Yes. This one submitted by a listener. Ooh. Using ellipses as in dot, 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 at the end of every single sentence when you send emails. Oh, my God. Criminal or minimal? Criminal. So dot, dot, dot can mean, like, wait for me to say something. It could also mean, like, I'm, I'm like, kind of pass, passive-aggressively waiting for something. Mm -hmm. And so it's great in certain instances. It really works. I use it a lot. But for every fucking sentence, like, come on. 
<laughs> just use a period or something. Yeah. That's crazy. You used to send a lot of texts that ended in period. Oh, no. But you were confronted about this by a few people. I have been, and I still do. I, I've tried to stop doing it. I can't. I realize my mom also texts that way, so maybe blame it on my mommy. Mm. But yeah, for any friend listening, I'm not pissed at you. I don't have a grudge against you. I'm just finishing my thought because that's how I was taught in kindergarten. Period. Per- <laughs> You're trendy. <laughs> All right. That was a good one. It's weird. Why would you do that? So weird. It's a boomer thing. Oh, yeah. Because they're new to like texting and emails and they just don't get it. Boomers. All right. I'm interested in this because I've never done it, but like a lot of my friends do. Okay. Asking your Uber driver for the aux cord to play your own music while riding. Criminal or minimal? I think it is minimal if it's nighttime and you're going out Mm. and you're in there with your friends and you're vibing. Yeah. If you're on your way to the Scottsdale International (laughs) Airport and it is 10 in the morning and you're like, I gotta hear my Dave Matthews. You're on one. Like, you're fine. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. But yeah, if it's it's nighttime and it's a pump up, pump up situation and um, you're going to tip well yeah. and you ask politely, yeah. minimal. Totally. I, I completely agree with that. Asking politely, nighttime going out, like you want to control your group's energy and mood. Like, Ooh. I think that's, I think that's a great ruling, Kira. Cool. Yeah. One more. Leaving a date halfway through, if the person is nice enough, but you can tell it's just not going anywhere. Oh my God. Criminal or minimal. <sighs> my buddy and I were just talking about this. In the few dates that I've gone on, I've been lucky that there has been good conversation and good flow. Not everything is like, we're not maybe going to be sexually compatible or partnership compatible, but like, at least I can hold a conversation for an hour. I think that's a testament to you too. I Thank you. Because I, I mean, I do get along with a lot of people. I will pull conversation out of anyone. Mm-hmm. But there are people that just, you can't get through it. I just haven't dated enough to like, in a numbers game, to encounter those people. So? <sighs> Oh my God. I have to say, oh my God, I'm going to say minimal. To leave a date halfway through? Yes. And the caveat that you find the waiter and pay and send them a text. I just hit the mic. Send them a text on the way out or something. I'm like sweating thinking about having to sit with some, like what's the alternative? You just sit and like, because if you're not enjoying it, they can't be enjoying it, right? I don't know. What do you think? I think there are dates where one person enjoys it and the other one doesn't. <laughs> and I think generally the difference in that situation is attraction. Yeah. Um, I think what you've proposed, pay the bill, send a text, minimal. Okay. Okay. I think so too. Ugh, that's that's a good one. Very awkward. All right. Two more? Two more. I have to ask this because I, I ask this to be clarified every time I'm at work. Telling a server at a restaurant that you have a food allergy when in fact, you just really don't like that food. Criminal. And why? Because I agree. Because they're going to change the kitchen protocols around your order. They're swapping out the cutting boards. They're swapping out the knives. They're changing gloves. Criminal. Oh, good sound bit. We just high-fived. No, I completely agree. (laughs) And when someone, because especially in the city that I work in, like, if you don't like cilantro, I need to know if it's an allergy or a preference. And that's what I say. It's an allergy or preference, ma'am, or sir. Yeah. Um, because we really do take that seriously. And then when someone actually does have an allergy and you're lying about it, we don't take that as seriously. Yeah. You know, kind of like boy who cries wolf or girl who cries wolf. Totally. I completely agree. Thank you. This is more of a PSA 
for everyone listening, but thank you for saying the right thing. Kira. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Yep. Knock off Crocs. <laughs> Criminal or minimal? Knocks? Criminal? Crocs, price point-wise, aren't that expensive comparatively. How much are they? Oh, it depends where you buy them, honestly. I buy them in northern New York where they're like $15 a pair. No way. Yeah, I exactly. didn't know Crocs could be that cheap. Tractor Supply Co. And they're Crocs Crocs? They're the ones on my feet right now. Are 15 bucks the Tractor Supply yep. Co.? You can Run, don't walk. <laughs> Literally. Um, and then in the city, when I go to the Crocs store, like when I was in, I was at one the They're other 40, day. right? They're, yeah, they're 40. But, oh God. Knock off Crocs, criminal or minimal? I'm going to say criminal. I think if you're going to support a really contested brand, fully support them, please. Unpack that for me. If you are willing to wear Crocs on your feet Mm -hmm. and get the flack that I know that I've experienced from friends, from co-hosts, I think you should be fully invested in that, that kind of martyrdom, to bring back that word. Oh, I, I get you know? what you're saying. It's like, why spend half for the ridicule when you should be spending full in a weird way? Does that make sense? I mean, if you're going to put something stupid on your feet, the least <laughs> you could do is save a little coin. Oh, that's also a good argument. I don't know. I think the stupidity part of like the brand is half of what why you wear them. And it's like, I don't know. Fully buy in. Fully buy into it. It's like a, it's a joke. So if you're not like going to fully commit, then I can't respect your joke. Yeah. So, <laughs> knockoffs are? Criminal. Knockoff with, Crocs are criminal. And with that, we end the episode. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, we see you following us on Instagram, TikTok. We're getting all of your emails. We're reading them all. The crimes submitted by all of you are so amazing. Keep them coming. We love you. Till we next week. You. And thank you for the reviews. That makes a huge difference for us. Oh, Remember yeah. the other day, Kira sent our reviews on, I think, Apple. I had I had just discovered for oh. the very first time our reviews on Apple. And um, it was the nicest thing in the whole world. It was so nice reading what you have to say, the feedback, um, how you're enjoying it. Keep those coming, please. It really impacts us. Um, and we we do read them and we really, really appreciate those and your continued listening. Mm-hmm. We love you so much. Until next time, Bye. stay petty. Bye.